I remember when we first talked about doing a podcast, I was kind of like, well, where do we start? Then I reached out to a friend who had been doing it and he referred me to Anchor. So first thing I was like, it's free? And he was like, yeah, it's free. And then the second thing I realized that you don't have to have a recording studio. You can do the podcast from anywhere that you want. Uh, they have all kinds of creation tools and you can record, you can edit, and you can do it all from either your phone or your computer. But one of the best, best things for me was when it came to distribution. I was really worried about that, but Anchor actually distributes to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a bunch of other places, so it makes it super, super easy for you. Plus, you can make money. You don't have to have a minimum amount of listeners, and it's just kind of like having everything that you need for a podcast all in one place. Imagine yourself in the forest surrounded by rivers, lakes, and the ocean. You're spending time outdoors hiking, camping, and cooking over the fire. That bold smell of real smoke flavors of cooking over the open fire has been captured by Triple Smoke. They use the freshest ingredients, all natural, no preservatives, and no fillers. Triple Smoke's name defines the smoking process. They use three types of wood to smoke the spices before processing into blends and condiments. Plus, good things come in threes. Go to triplesmokefoods.com to get your spices today. And they're great for vegan foods too. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Half and Half Podcast. What's up? Hey, hey. You know, last night I actually fell asleep thinking about how can I, what can I say to start our podcast instead of hey, hey, hey. Dude, that's that's like your tagline. Just the way I introduce us, that's your <laughs> that's your thing. And I, I, don't, I think I fell asleep without even coming up with a solution. <laughs> so, Dude. uh... So, right off the bat, I want to get into things. Some crazy things have transpired since the last time we've well, we recorded. What? Real quick. Well, real no, quick. no, no. Yeah, no, let's get into that. Let's get into that. I know. My, <laughs> real quick. Yeah. Might, might have to do with music, though. Do you want to, like, get into it or no? With music already? Well. <laughs> what is this, a music podcast? <laughs> well, it's because I got some good stuff brewing. Well, I, I, I want to talk about how you've been. Oh. I've been the same, man. Dude, I'm on three hours of sleep. Really? Yeah, dude. I but pop- I have a bunch of energy, and I don't understand it. Why do you? Why do you? Why do you go to bed so late? I don't understand that. No, so I screwed up, and I ate. Uh, I ordered my daughter pizza, uh-huh. and my dad. And Wait, so, they're both up here. Yeah. How am I gonna be screaming? Oh, you're gonna be in there. And besides, I'm sure they're awake. I'm a pretty powerful screamer, Paul. <laughs> Let's not talk about our sex life, <laughs> dude. And so I ate a couple of slices of pizza. Oh man, dude, done fucked you up big time, big time. Like, what? I, what, what was it? The cheese? The was there pepperoni on it? Uh, no, I ate the regular cheese and then mushroom, but still. Dude, I, like, I was telling you yesterday when, yeah. when I eat anything that's not vegan, like, dude, it messed me up bad. Like, really? bad. Like, I had, like, indigestion, like, reflux. Like, I had all that. And I literally sat sitting up. But that's got to be from the sauce, though. I, I'm not going to say Yeah, that. probably. It's probably just too hardcore. Well, I think also, too, because it's greasy. It's, like, yeah, oh, super yeah. greasy. Where'd you get it from? Smiley's. Oh, and and I, and I regretted it because they have a vegan pizza. But I was like, I'm not going to really eat much of this. Like, I'm buying it for them. Yeah. And I'm done. Fucked up. You were on the shatter the whole time? Dude, I, I took um, an antacid, like, at midnight. I took Pepto twice, like, at 2 in the morning and again at 4. I wasn't shitting, but uh, I just, I feel like shit, dude. But I'm on three hours and... You, I feel I have a lot of energy. It's weird. Let me tell you, you know what? You know what's a miracle for indigestion, acid reflux, all of that. I try not to take a lot of medicine, right? Even with my supplements, I try to make them as natural as possible. Yeah. Um, apple cider vinegar, man. 
You have heartburn? Take a shot of that motherfucker and it's gone. Really? Quick. I thought it would make it worse. Uh, um, <clears throat> nope. That's interesting. That's really good to know. Yeah. I do it all the time. Because Tums don't really work for me. Yeah. I mean, they do. They serve their purpose like in, in, a, in a pinch, right? Mm-hmm. But if I have my choice, I'm going to take a shot of apple cider vinegar. Wow. I've been taking it? that shit every day for eight years now. And it works right away? Right away. You can like feel the the vinegar just like beating the shit out of that acid. Really? Yeah, you feel like the sizzle and then it's gone. Huh. Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah, apple cider vinegar All this am- time. has amazing benefits. To those of you who have not tried it and have heard about it, I've been doing it for eight years every day, two shots a day, and I stand by it. I bought that, uh, but it did nothing for me. What? They're like apple cider vinegar vegan gummies. Uh, dude, how do you do a a gummy is a compacted form of, of something, right? Yeah. Like, how do you go for that over a straight shot? I don't know. I wanted to chew on it. <laughs> well, first of no, all. Well, they as it, it is, like it wasn't shit. even like pure. That's what I'm saying. It was like they added sugar and yeah, all kinds of crap. just dumbed down the whole. It was funny because I got it because I wanted to, I just, well, I was curious to try it. And it was like, you'll lose weight in 30 days. I think I gained weight. Yeah. It's that, <clears throat> look, man, what everybody tends to not realize about these miracle weight loss things are you have to diet. Yeah. You have to work out. Mm-hmm. You can't just take it and have a hamburger and be like, well, I took an apple cider gummy. So you don't want to talk about what we talked about yesterday? Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. So t- today's the day. Uh, recap. Yep. Lent, Lent is officially over. Today's it's over? It was over Thursday, but oh. I, had, I had to give God two days because I fucked uh. around in Colorado, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, so today it's over. Um, you know, I... It's crazy. I've lost 20 pounds. Wow. Yeah, over 40 days. But I can tell you right now, it was more muscle than anything. Yeah. yeah Body-wise, I, I feel smaller. You know what I mean? And right. I knew that was going to happen. Right. I, I totally anticipated that. Um, but you, you you never stopped work, like lifting, right? Oh, hell no. Oh, okay. No, I kept everything. As a matter of fact, I cut back on the cardio, right? Yep. Because I already knew that my body was going to be starving for its natural source. And the first thing I was going to go for was the muscle. Mm. So and, and at this point, as much as I love to work out, I know I was burning more than I was taking in. So I, I cut back on the cardio. I went to normal lifting right heavy lifting and mm. just doing what i needed to do so no no the, the workouts never stopped right which is weird because everyone told me you're not gonna have bread you're not gonna have sugar you're not gonna be able to work out properly and i'm like dude i, I didn't fucking skip a beat on that front that's good you know what i mean so, so did, down, you, did you eat a lot of chickpeas because that has a lot of protein no i didn't as a man dude let me tell you because you, you and i had this conversation many times but because i limited myself with the breads mm-hmm. right or the tortillas and all that I, I i could have easily had them they're vegan i didn't have any potatoes right because they're high in starch so right i really fucked myself on that one and i shit you not especially the past three weeks i can tell you all i've had is salad beyond meat patties and the beyond meat chorizo i literally have eaten the same thing every day for three weeks wow and avocados i couldn't even do that it's because I, I, every, Avoc- avocados? I love avocados. <laughs> every, every recipe, vegan recipe includes bread, some type of bread. Yeah. And I couldn't do it. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, I have fruit, right? <laughs> Apples and pears and I eat grapefruits every day, no matter what. You should have um, had the vegan meatballs and the just egg. Like I told you, <clears throat> you would have loved that. Well, you told me that at the tail end. Yeah. Right. And I would order, dude, let me tell you another fucking thing. God damn, every like four or five days, I'm spending $100 on shit. Really? My Walmart will show up and I'm like, where the oh, fuck did the $100 go? But, but that's why. Because you were ordering online. And Walmart, right? Yeah. On Walmart. So mm-hmm. I tried doing that too. Dude, they, they fuck you, dude. Like, So what I've noticed, <clears throat> first of all, they show you only like a third of what they yeah. actually have. Yeah. And the shit that they show you is all the expensive shit. Yeah. Like... So if you order your food to go pick it up, like you're like, yeah, you're missing yeah. out on a lot. Well, of I mean, I tried to keep all my produce uh, organic. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
But you can also tell um, in light of the Ukraine-Russia thing, prices have gone oh, up. Oh, yeah. yeah. I used to get a box of eight packs of tuna because I eat tuna every day for mm-hmm. the protein. Right. Um, for $8 flat. Now that fucking thing's almost $10. Oh, wow. Yeah. Huh. I'm getting pears at almost $2 a pair. <laughs> <laughs> pears at $2 a pair. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, so like every four or five days I had to, And then the Beyond Meat patties, you get two for almost five bucks. Right. So I needed four of them. Oh, you know what else you didn't try? Four packs. What? The the Beyond Bratwurst. Oh, I'm still not done. I'm still going to keep... Oh, like, like we were talking about yesterday. So a few things that... I've well one I'm scared to go back to normal because of my fucking Shatton experience in Colorado. <laughs> in Colorado, yeah, I was scared to go back, but you know the the things I've learned along the way are one, my willpower is fucking hard, dude. I tell you what, I'm proud of myself on this one. Mm. Rarely, if ever, do I pat myself on the back. I cannot <coughs> believe I made it through this one. Can't believe it. But yeah, I've I've realized that. You and I were speaking about this yesterday. It was I wasn't missing meat itself. The sugars I don't miss, right? Because I do it every year. So I wasn't craving snow cones and Oreos and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Although I will say pancakes have been on the forefront <laughs> for a long fucking yeah. time. Yeah. Um, all I missed was just hot food. Savory. That was flavorful, mm-hmm. savory. Like that. that's what I'm missing. Shit with taste. Yeah. I'm not a cook, right? I don't know how to fucking cook. And I didn't even want to try. Right. Especially when I when I work, right? By the time I wake up when I'm on nights, I've got like an hour and a half. When I'm on days, I have an hour and a half before I have to shower, get back to bed. You know what I mean? So yep. it's just a pain in the ass. I just went for the easy shit. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's like I told you yesterday, it's comfort food. Yeah. You know, um, <clears throat> for whatever reason, it, it happens to me too. Like I'll go a couple months straight vegan and, and I'm great. And then all of a sudden... I'll just have this craving for what I say is comfort food, you know? I mean, because that's how we grew up. We grew up eating chicken and all this other stuff. Yeah. And every once in a while, I'll give in and I'll have it. And then I regret it because I physically get fucked up. Yeah. Um, And that's what I'm worried about is the the pain. Like, I now know that I can tweak my diet more, right? So everyone knows by now. Fat kid season is late October, early January, right, mid-January. Right. Now I know that, you know, I, I can keep the season, but kind of keep it down a bit while keeping the flavor, right? right. Like I said, if I, if I ever went to a vegan barbecue and they offered me Beyond Meat patties, I'd say fucking line them up, dude. They are that good. Yeah. You know what I mean? But again, it goes back to what I told you yesterday and I told you before you started all this. Now you can officially, like, if you wanted to talk shit about veganism, like, you have, like, you can officially talk shit, in my mind. Yeah. Because you at least gave it a shot. Right. <clears throat> um, as opposed to so, so many people that talk shit and haven't even gone a whole day. Yeah. Or tried it for a day, you know? And it's right. like, no, like, give it a fair shot and then talk smack about it if it doesn't work out well. Right. You know? And, and, I don't understand what people's argument is. Um, I've been a meat eater my whole life, but I've never, you know, I always tell you, I'm a, I'm a stay in my own lane type of dude, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, I can see like 20 years ago not wanting to be a vegan. Yeah. I wouldn't have, I still wouldn't have talked shit about vegans. I, to me, it would be hard because we've, we, I think I'm a vegan now. We've come we've come along so far. Yeah, food is good. So yeah. if I literally had to live off of vegetables 20 years ago, I'd say, fuck you. There's no fucking way. Right. But now, because they're beyond me, mm-hmm. everybody, please listen to me. For all you doubters, you need to try it. Yep. I'm a hardcore meat eater. I love meat. And these things are, it's unreal. Unreal. And it's funny because... You tried that in the impossible, right? Yeah. But yeah, my but. favorite is actually neither one of those. There's another one. Um, it's called Incognito. Oh, I haven't tried that one oh, yet. Oh, my God. Yeah. That one is... The hamburger patty? It's better than both of those. Really? Yeah. What I liked about the impossible is... So, the Beyond Meat comes seasoned, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you, Yeah. Like, well, it's because you have to understand anything that's vegan. So, it's like, this is what I tell people. I say, look... 
when you get a, a patty, a hamburger patty, you don't just grab the meat and make it into a patty and put it on the thing and then eat it. You mm. season it. Right. So what really you're actually, what gives your meat the flavor is the season. Nobody is eating meat without seasoning it. You know what, you know what I tripped out on? <laughs> so when you eat a regular hamburger and you're, you're chewing your hamburger, sometimes you get like that little chunk of like tendon or Ugh, whatever it yeah, is, right? Like yeah. that little hard rubbery piece. Right. Dude. How does Beyond Meat do that? Because I got to say, I was <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. this is so weird. Yeah. And I told my wife and she was like, imagine they're fucking with you and that you're really eating meat. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and then one of the things we were talking about real quick yesterday uh, was I was telling you, I have yet to find like vegan steaks. Well, oh, yeah, yeah. coincidentally, I don't, you know, the, I don't know, the internets are, are the devil sometimes. I, f- I got an ad for a vegan place that sells vegan steaks. Yeah. Um, they're called Juicy Marble. I'll have to show you. So they're out officially? Yeah. But I went to their website. Everything's sold out. Oh, I can imagine. Like, but, uh, and it looks good. Everything. I've saw videos of people eating it. Um, so I'm curious to give that a shot. Um, I, 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 I am too. I, I definitely am. I, I worry more about steak because look, hamburgers and Chinese food are my all time favorite. Yep. Rest of my life. If I can live like that, I'm fine. Right. I love steak though. Yeah. Very particular. Right. Like Ruth's Chris Steakhouse, fucking stupid. Never been, but Cattleman's, yeah. Ridiculous. Do you know how long it's been since I've had a steak? Well, two steak, it's only been a couple of minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Probably about, I think I had one maybe two years ago. Really? Yeah. I, I had told Danielle, I was like, I don't care. I'm buying a steak because I, I, I used to love cooking steak. Mm-hmm. I like the way I cook it better than any restaurant. I, I just, I that's just how I am. I, <laughs> I mean, I do it the the way the the chefs do it. I with butter, you sear it. Yeah, I like it raw. Yeah, you do. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> Shit. Uh, so I've had two steaks in probably the last five. Well, maybe even six years, five or six years, and both times I got super sick. Really? Yeah. Especially the one I told you on my birthday. Oh, I told I told right. Danielle, I said, I don't give shit. I want a steak on my birthday. Ruined my birthday. <laughs> well, if you ever decide to dip your toes again, though it's pricey, Ruth's Chris House, Ruth's Chris Steakhouse. Ridiculous, dude. Really? Everything's all a cart, right? So, mm-hmm. like, for just my wife and I, and look, it's our two steaks. Of course, I get the $60 steak. She gets the little filet mignon i always get a couple of beers cheesecake and like the sides anyways you're yeah. almost at like 300 bucks for this fucking meal wow it's so worth it dude oh we, we go once a month i take that back i also had steak at um the commercial that we did that but that was before i was ever vegan um What's the commercial that we the did? commercial that me and daniela were in the mastercard vegas commercial oh yeah yeah, yeah. so they gave us that uh, expensive steak. They told us it was like each steak was like a thousand dollars. Wagyu or something. Yeah, like that? the wagyu, whatever. It was like a thousand dollars. That was fucking amazing. Yeah, fucking amazing. Like I even told Danielle, I was like, "Look, if you're gonna do it, like I know you're the animal person and all that." I was like, "But I don't know if you've heard the story about those animals, mm. the the wagyu beef. Mm-mm. They feed like pretty much their life is like." a life of luxury they they drink beer they massage them they do all this like to it's like the kobe right like the same thing like they they put them like they have really good lives technically compared to like your regular run-of-the-mill cow that's so sad though yeah they get this cush life and it's like and then they're like yeah the very end of their little buddy yeah (laughs) only if you knew um not to justify it but i told i was like look you know, if you were to eat meat, at least like you can have a somewhat little bit of peace of mind knowing. I don't know, but she doesn't see it that way. To me, look, I'm I'm gonna agree with her <laughs> in the sense that that's kind of sad. You know what I mean? You're yeah, getting yeah. this very cush life. You're getting all the accoutrements, mm-hmm. only to fucking know that I'm only doing this, yeah, so I can kill you. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. pretty sad. Yeah, that's heartbreaking. Well, and then you look at the lives of regular cattle, though, man. Those they suffer, dude. Their oh, whole I lives. Know. It's I crazy. I know. It's it's a very 
if not for for vegan reasons i i really do would like to try to coerce people into at least watching the documentaries right like right. just just i'm not saying do it to, to for the sole purpose of trying to convert to veganism no but right you do need to know where your shit's coming Dude, from exactly you know thank I mean? you yes yeah. like at least educate yourselves so you can make better choices one right. of the reasons why like even even before i became vegan i made a point when i bought meat i never wanted to buy i never bought meat from walmart that shit first of all comes from like american cattle it's like they pack it full of preservatives because of the long journey it takes just to get here yeah yeah we live on the border so like if you're smart you can go to like a vista market you can get meat that's like made here um or even in mexico which is actually better for you because they don't pack it full of all those hormones and all that shit and they come with steroids oh that's what canelo alvarez says (laughs) (laughs) that's right that's right (laughs) Yeah. So, anyways, that's good. I'm really, I'm really proud of you. Thank you. Um, Thank you. I, I'm, I've, we've talked about it for years. And yeah. So the fact that you actually did it, yeah. and and the fact that I mean, some good came out of it. You know. Yeah. I, plenty of good came out of it. Look, I've I've seen I've seen an entirely different side of the road. Right. I was never opposed to it. I just you know I was stuck in my ways and. Yeah. Um. So. Now I really see myself like if you're like, hey, let's go to a vegan restaurant. Absolutely. Yeah. Before I'd be like, mm, I'll have a water. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I'm going to no, take you no. vegan tacos, man. I'm gonna hey, you. I'm going to hold you. We have that recorded too, BTW. Yeah, I am going to. I Next em. time I go there, I'm bringing them to you. And if you're downtown and I happen to be at work, I'm two minutes away. Yeah, exactly. That's true. Yeah. All right, you want to get into the shad or into oh. something else, or what do you want to do? Well, let let me let me start off by saying this. This is the one thing that. So, I've said it before. I'm very weird about music. My relationship with music is spiritual. It's life, right? So, anyways, what I'm trying to get at is the Red Hot Chili Pepper album came out. Oh yeah, last week. Oh wow, right? Uh huh. I hadn't heard it because I had not. I have not had alone time. Right. When I'm listening to music that I'm truly passionate about, hip-hop mainly. I do this a lot with hip-hop. I don't want to be around anybody. I don't want any fucking outside noise. I don't want no, I don't want to hear anybody breathing. Right. I want to take in every beat, every word, every hi-hat crash. Like, I want all of it. Um, But I also have my bands that I like to do that with rock bands. So the Chili Peppers, I, hadn't, I haven't had that moment. Yesterday, I finally had that moment. Doing yard work, putting my fucking, my buds, right? Mm-hmm. Dude, so for those of you who don't know, if you do know, John Frusciante's back. Mm-hmm. He That's right. he finally came back after I don't even know how many years. Yes, it was a long time. Although that kid they had was pretty badass. He's a watered down. He's John he, yeah. He's uh yeah. You can tell. I mean, I I saw them live. I was pretty impressed with him. Yeah, we're gonna see them live in Philadelphia this year. He was oh, it's cool. In August, he was September, uh, one of the two. He was um. I was content seeing him. Yeah, don't get me wrong. He's an amazing player. The albums he played on, I want to say they're two or three, maybe two. Anyway, they were great. Right. What I'm trying to get at is the last Chili Pepper album that fucking knocked me off my feet was Californication. Mm -hmm. Why? John Frusciante was back. Right, right. So, of course, there's that whole hype about, oh, my God, John Frusciante's back. What is it going to sound like? This album, dude, I almost fucking cried. It's that perfect. Really? It is that. I got chills from fucking beginning to end. Really? And keep in mind, huh. I went into this like, uh, you know, the last couple albums, they were good. Mm-hmm. Wasn't dying to hear them every day. This album, oh my God, dude. Hmm. Beginning to fucking end. Now, don't go into it expecting blood sugar sex magic or the resurrection of fucking mother's milk those chili pepper days are long gone right right but it's phenomenal phenomenal fucking album so can i expect like an epic song like roller coaster for example oh (laughs) jeez you're bringing up dave navarro days (laughs) exactly us chili pepper fans try to forget about oh my god dude that was the worst well i tell you what one hot minute was not a bad album Definitely different, right? There was different blood. Somebody who's not accustomed to the chili pepper ways. What sucked is that he tried to sound 
Yeah. Like the chili peppers. And it didn't work. Well, not not even the chili peppers. Like he tried to bring that John Frusciante vibe, of course, with his own Jane's addiction type shit yeah, that he yeah, did. And which, it, it of just, course, Jane's is amazing. Yeah. But it just was a weird meshing that, I don't know, it was... There was great songs on the album, but it wasn't like... I mean, look, John Frusciante had been in the band forever at this point. So to know that we lost our favorite guitar player and then they to went, somebody who... They went from being on Point Break and like being <laughs> all hardcore druggies to like making out with each other. Yeah. Really weird. Well, I mean... Fucking Dave so, Navarro brings that shit out. <laughs> look, you were a hardcore druggie. We make out with each other. So <laughs> what is that? <laughs> Good point. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of one hot minute... That's usually what I asked for. Yeah, one hot minute. One hot minute. Quick and raw. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, for anybody wondering, the new Red Hot Chili Pepper album is fucking incredible. Wow. I, that, that's exciting. I've been a Chili Pepper fan since birth, practically. And um, like I said, the last few albums of Josh, they were good. Not great. That was his name? Yeah, Josh Koppenheimer, Harkensheimer. I don't even fucking know, man. His pants were weird, but... <laughs> <laughs> He wore these like exaggeratedly baggy pants. Really? Yeah, it was really weird. I'm, but, um, I'm adding them actually. I don't have them on Spotify, so I'm adding them just so I can hear that album. You son of a bitch. <laughs> um. So yes, it was. It, it's breath of fresh air. I really went into it going, mm, let's see what happens, right? Yeah. I had. I didn't have high hopes for this album. Wow, though you I didn't know. even know they had a new album. To be honest, oh, I know we had talked about shit. it; it was coming out, but I didn't. I really didn't. Yeah, and it's fucking amazing, dude. So along those lines, you know what actually really impressed me, and you're probably um, are gonna think I'm dumb for it, but I have to show it to you. So Kirk Hammond of Metallica, <laughs> he released yesterday or the uh-huh. day before, um, a solo. Uh, song single or whatever really but here's the crazy part dude when i show it to you you're gonna be like what like he's singing on it no no it's all instrumental instrumental. okay so you you know that i've always told you that one of my dreams in life is to be able to write uh, music for a soundtrack Mm -hmm. that's just like that's a dream of mine right Mm -hmm. so i was researching a little bit or just uh, that's the wrong word i was reading up on it a little bit and apparently he did some sort of like art there was like a art um, gallery or something years ago and he wanted music to go along with the experience so mm-hmm. people hear he essentially put it in the terms of like i just wanted to write background music so people can hear as they're walking through this gallery right and that i think inspired him to do a solo album his mentality going into the solo album is that he just wanted to write this is what he said. He says, I just wanted to write a soundtrack that goes to the weird movies that are going on in my head. Hmm. Um, and so I started, I was listening to it and I thought it was going to be like, in my mind, I thought like Joe Satriani, like guitar solo sounding. No, dude, it's really good, man. It sounds like a demented country Western soundtrack. Really? It's really cool. Like it actually, you know. I haven't thought about Kirk Hammond in forever and like, you mm. know, it just like as a kid, he was a god to me. And yeah. <clears throat> now I just see him as, oh yeah, the guitar player of Metallica. But um, hearing that, I was I was really impressed. I got to show it to you. Yeah, I'm, He I'm released curious. one song and I was like, I mean, there's, it's not the whole thing is great. There's some parts where it's kind of, eh. but for the most part, it was not what I was expecting, which I think right. is what I really loved about it. Um, you you so, know, I, I'm, I'm intrigued for many reasons one i no longer i've never been closed-minded on music right right but during our process our journey on this podcast and us challenging to like different music yeah i no longer cringe at what you tell me i'm not like "Mm, right fuck (laughs) unlike somebody who wants to break the rules of the challenges (laughs) but i digress (laughs) okay yeah um so but what brings me to my next topic that I wanted to bring up, right? Like, I'm curious. I definitely want to yeah, hear Yeah, I'll show I, it to you, I, actually, before we get started. I know Kirk Hammett is a, um, he's a, a horror buff. Yeah, right? big time. Yeah. Big I've time. I've always uh, 
found that intriguing about him. Like he's got this big old like he owns like Bella Lugosi shit, mm-hmm. like for real that belong to Bella Lugosi. Right. Like he owns a bunch of cool shit. So yeah, no, I'm 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 definitely interested. Plus it's very well known too that he's not a major contributor to Metallica. James and Lars are the ones that write yeah. like ninety percent of the songs. Yeah. He just comes in and like, all right. So he's got a lot of really interesting shit up there. Oh, it's kind of like me and you. That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> that is weird. Now I really like Kirk Hammett. <laughs> so shocking revelation. I've said it before and you know this about me. I don't care who the band is. I don't care what the genre is. I don't care what they do, what they don't do. I love band stories. Right. I love band documentaries. I love band interviews on youtube for fucking 30 minutes i don't care who they are i just like to know a band story to me i just it's like us we have our story right, right. Mm-hmm. i just like to know people's journey I don't which care. we told in the last two episodes so if you want to listen to them go back go back and for those of you who by the way listen to part two and not part one you need to stop people did that yes what we have like that makes no sense that's like wiping your ass first before you take a shit exactly yeah, we have, I don't know how many people that listen to the part two. I want to say nine at this point. <laughs> I actually think it was like 83. 83 on the second one and 80 people listened to the first one. Chewing Gala, man. Yeah, I was like, who are you three people that wanted to watch the sequel before you heard the, the, the first one, you know? Oh, my God. So, anyway. So, yeah, I love Ben's stories. So the other day I'm watching this documentary and in light of our challenges, right? Mm-hmm. It's more specifically the um the Led Zeppelin one. Mm-hmm. I was watching and I've always known of this person, obviously. He's one of the most famous musicians alive. I've liked a song here and there. Um there's one song in particular I absolutely love, but I never really dug deep or really found the whole hoopla about this artist. Mm-hmm. And now because of the documentary forced me to want to go listen to him more and because of the led zeppelin shit that we went through even some of the beatles Mm -hmm. i'm hooked and this artist is david bowie oh wow yeah dude wow okay did you not watch labyrinth when you were a kid that's the song i love (laughs) yeah yeah that's a great movie uh, as the world falls down yeah that's an amazing movie amazing i've liked him i like his stuff that he puts out whatever right he did a he perform a queen and i know who he is right right right. i've heard his songs but you just never dived into it so ironically i i skimmed through the whole catalog right i haven't sat down and heard other than two his his album space oddity oh my god from beginning to fucking end that album is just amazing right it's beautiful it's well written that album is fucking genius right and then you go on to the album after that, The Man Who Sold the World. So that came out in 1970. Mm-hmm. You can tell he's getting into that psychedelic shit, right? Right, right. It's more a little more on the rock side, a little more weird. It was still good. So after that, it kind of lost me, right? The Ziggy Stardust thing, mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. Not great, not necessarily my cup of tea. Right. But dude, Space Oddity and his very first album, I believe it's just self-titled. They got the, He has these real cheeky quirky songs do that that they're almost like nursery rhymes and they're very kiddish and mm-hmm. childlike and the fucking amazing those first two albums but space oddity one of the best albums i've ever heard in my entire life now to that i say thank you where thank you is due had i not listened to the beatles or led zeppelin i don't think i would have appreciated that album right as much as i do Right. Because I would have gone into that 1969. What the fuck? Right, right. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So because of you. That's awesome. It's an amazing fucking album. Dude, like I cannot stop listening to it. Really? Yes. That's amazing. Yeah. You know, it's weird. As you're talking, I started thinking, I thought for sure, for whatever reason, David Bowie seems like somebody that Gus, your brother, would have listened to. I think his older stuff he would have, but or maybe like even his 80s stuff, right? He got into the whole new wave thing. Yeah. He he kind of transitioned with the times from what I was catching on, you know, trying to skim through all this shit. Yeah. Now Gus hasn't, I don't, I don't yeah, know. That's, Maybe that's, he does. I just, I just don't know. Interesting. But, that's man. That's cool. That's um, awesome. 
Now you're making me want to go listen. I mean, I've listened to a lot of David Bowie. Um, obviously not as religiously as like Led Zeppelin or whatever. Oh, yeah. But, you know, I, I like I like having that experience. And yeah, you're right. The Challenges has made me... Now when I listen to, to bands that I haven't heard in a while or new bands, yeah. I approach it very differently now. Right. I give it more time. I give it more I, effort. The other day, you hit me with a song and I, sh- I swear to God, it's like somebody slapped me into a different multiverse, dude. Yeah. You sent me a country song. You were like, why do I like this song? I think I'm officially going through a midlife crisis. And I was waiting for the song to come up. Yeah, yeah. Sure as shit, Sam Hunt came up. And I was like, what the <laughs> fuck? Where am I? Yeah. What's going on right now? And it's funny how that came about. The drummer of that band oh, liked yeah. a picture that I posted on, on Texas Cutthroat's page like yeah. three years ago. And I was like... For whatever reason, I was like, why is this person liking the picture? This like this is an old picture, mm-hmm. you know? So normally I wouldn't look at who liked it, but I was like, this person had to go way back. So I clicked on it and they had a lot of followers and they said they were a drummer. And I was like, huh, interesting. Yeah. So I was like, what band are they from? I couldn't figure out what band they were from because it said Sam Hunt on there. But yeah. I was like, oh, that's his name, I guess. Yeah. And then come to find that it was a country. And I listened to it and I was like, Wow, I actually kind of like this. This Dude, fucking weird, right? (laughs) Yeah. Before we started this podcast, it would have been a hard no for both of us. But you know what I liked about it, too, is that, again, it went back to that voice. Yeah. It it was like a hint of country voice, not blatant. Yeah, he doesn't have that twang. Yeah. I mean, you you can hear in the music, yes. Right, right, right. Vocally. Oh, Sam Hunt's amazing, man. Yeah. Absolutely amazing. Yeah. I'm very proud of you. I like Sam Hunt, but I don't like it as much as Mike Hunt. Have you heard my cousin? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I haven't heard it in a while. Let me see. <laughs> so, yeah, man, David Bowie. <clears throat> you want to get into the chat? Yeah. Let's do All it. right. Now, this one. All right. And welcome to another segment of the chat. So, today, ladies and gentlemen, I have a, a doozy for you. Now, I, I, just, I just want people to know that I don't purposely go out and look for female bands. I don't. It just happens. Right. right? When I'm digging for shat, I'm just digging for good shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So on my my last journey in digging for shat, which I do every day, I don't want people to think I only do this for the show. Right. And so that's what I always do. Yeah. Um, I'm digging for shat. I found this band. So, again... No mystery. Female fronted bands or female singers are my all time favorite. Mm-hmm. In the 90s, more female singers started to come into the forefront in terms of rock, right? Mm-hmm. You right. had great bands like uh, L7, Seven Year Bitch, um, Kitty. Lush, Kitty, all of these bands, right? But the one band in particular that I loved out of all of them from the f- moment I heard them in like 93 or 4 or some shit like that was Babes in Toyland. Oh, yeah. Absolutely wow. love Babes in Toyland. I forgot about them. To this very day, I have yet to find their equal, right? They were just very different mm-hmm. females, the way she sang. The music was very raw, kind of, you know what I mean? So anyway, I'm scrolling along. I'm just digging for shit. And all of a sudden, I see this name. I'm a name guy. I'm right. drawn to names. If I see a cool name, I'm going to give you a, sh- a fair shake. Yeah. So I, f- I found this band. They're called Witch Fever. And I was like, that's a stupid fucking name. <laughs> yeah. I said, that's a dumb name. Right. But yeah. it hooked me. I said, I'll give them a shot. Dude, they are fucking amazing. Really? In my mind. They are Babes in Toyland's little sisters. They're cousins, right? They sound... I don't want to say just like Babes in Toyland, but very reminiscent. It's punk at times. It's like fucking just metal at times. The way she sings, she doesn't have the world's greatest voice, but it's it's different. It takes me back to that 90s grunge rock type thing that Babes in Toyland did. And just looking at their picture, they look young. Yeah, they're very young. They're from uh, somewhere in Eng- in the UK somewhere. Mm-hmm. Manchester maybe. I don't I don't know um reincarnate is my favorite song so far and their latest single is called uh, blessed be thy mm-hmm. fucking amazing song just as well um i i don't have a full full grasp yet because all they have are singles 
mm-hmm. and maybe an EP. I don't even remember. No, it looks just like nothing but singles. So, I oh know there is a small EP. Anyway, I th- I think they're great. If you're into Babes in Toyland, Seven Year Bitch, L7, like that kind of whole vibe, you'll dig them. Yeah. Witch Fever. Wow. Yeah. You know, the last band that you did on the chat, I can't remember what they were called. The last one was Swim. No, no. Oh, oh, before that. Right before that. Um, They're kind of like screamo punk. They do... Uh, I can't remember. Anyways, that band. Uh, what were they called? Shit. Female fronted or male? No, no, no. Bunch of dudes. We couldn't figure out where they were from. Anyways, I'll find it right now. Anyways, dude, I loved that band. Really? I loved God them. Damn, like, no, I wish I could remember. Every, let me see if I could find it. Every song that I heard, it was like so different from the next. Um, and I just really loved them. Let me see. Oh, Soul Glow. Oh, yeah. God. Yeah. Those guys are badass. Right? Oh, my God, man. Yeah. I really liked what They're I heard. different, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's, and that's what I, you know me, I'm all about that. To me, it's, when I hear a band that sounds like somebody else, right away, I'm just like, eh. Yeah. <clears throat> but they were very different. Very different. I, it was just really great. Um, speak, speaking of female singers, I, I, I had messaged you about, uh, that one artist, um, which a lot of our listeners that like the kind of music we like probably wouldn't like this artist, but it's just something about her voice, dude, the snail mail. Oh yeah. <sighs> yeah. I cannot get enough of her voice. I know I always say it and I hate to say it and people probably think, God, man, get your head out of your ass. But I love the nineties. Mm-hmm. And she brings that like belly, um, you know, those type of nineties artists. We were talking about that band Camara that we, Oh yeah. For the longest time, which by the way, my brother gave me some, uh, he did some more research on them. Yeah. It turns out they're not even from Phoenix. Like we originally oh, thought. Oh, they're not. He was like saying that he, uh, apparently they're from Ireland what and that they were like actually pretty big around like the era like cranberries started coming about but i guess cranberries kind of like beat them yeah so how did they end up on a small compilation so in phoenix i don't know i don't know he was like i don't even know what f- uh, he did a bunch of like digging and he was like dude i spent hours <laughs> like looking up this shit they were signed to some label um but somehow they ended up on a little compilation here in el paso and whatever but anyways the girl from snail mail her voice is kind of reminiscent yeah of Camara's voice yeah um yeah snail mail is incredible man yeah she um i think she first got signed when she was like 18 or something oh like wow that. yeah, yeah. i very really, young i have to be in the mood obviously like yeah. i've got you got to be like in a kind of a somber mood for yeah. that kind of music but when I hear her voice, like there's just something about her voice that is just like it's different and it just sucks me in. Suck me sideways. Suck me sideways. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree, man. She's amazing. Um, actually Tony turned me on to her. Tony <laughs> Tony better not be turning you on to anything. Oh, look, what happens at a power plant stays at a power plant. <laughs> you do weird shit at two in the morning when you've been with the same crew for forty eight hours. <laughs> oh man. Um there was something else I was going to mention. Oh, so this is not a, a plug or anything. It's just something that actually came to mind. So our new drummer who we're going to work with, um, he's in a band that's actually, they're pretty up there. They're, they're well-known. Yeah, and, very well-known. So, At least in the hardcore scene, they're very well-known. Well, no, no, not that band. His his main band. oh the main main band. Yeah, yeah oh okay so it was funny because we were driving around the other day and my wife was like obviously she's gotten to know him and stuff and she was like she's never heard his band she was like what and I had listened to maybe one or two songs she was like what does Pepe's band sound like and I was like oh, let's put them on so we put them on and I gave a good listen and man. I really, you know, and I've told him like, yeah, you've got good songs, but like, I really am starting to like his yes, band. Yes. Like they're really good. When you first told me about him and you first told me what band he's from and you gave me his story, I automatically went straight to their shit on Spotify. Yeah. And yeah, I think they're great. I, so Pepe, if you're listening, I like your stuff, man. Hello, Pepe. 
Um, so his band is King, K-Y-N-G. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's also playing currently for the band Strife. Which, which you're going... Uh, yeah, we're so, I'm supposed to go and pretend to be his his drum tech. Uh, I think... But I think it's... I need to talk to him about it. And it's coming up real yes, quick. Yes, not this coming week, the following week. Yeah, yeah, it's coming up real quick. So we need to talk about it. That's going to be in L.A. Um, but it's more of like, let's just go hang out in L.A., type yeah. of deal yeah but strife is like a like they're 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 a pretty big band yeah. um hardcore old school hardcore uh they even did a song with chino yeah uh, i was showing you um you know like pep is a badass drummer dude he's amazing crazy. amazing but anyways i just i had thought about that i hadn't really given his band his main band like a fair listen and so since when daniela brought that up i was really listening and i was like damn like i dug deep and i was like this is good shit like yeah. really good shit yeah. so anyways that's uh my shout out for the for the yeah hello pepe so Again. all yeah, right man. so what else so the other night um tony and i were t- talking <laughs> music right Tony. <laughs> Dude, there was a band that I used to love in like mid two thousands. I even got to open up for them when I was in a beautiful morning. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's so sad. It makes it's so sad to me how singers they ruin everything. A lot of singers fucking ruin everything. So the band I'm talking about is Girl in a Coma. Oh yeah, they're fucking amazing. Yeah, they are. Every album they had, even their cover album. They did an album with nothing but covers. It was fucking amazing. Yeah. The singer was, she had to go to rehab or some shit, and then she decided to go solo. Yeah, and yeah. Like, Dude, uh-huh. fuck, man. And it sucks, right? Yeah, it sucks. Horrible. Yeah, it's like a pop kind of. It's fucking stupid. Not one good song on there. And now now she's got this YouTube channel where she's like basically begging people to sign to her Patreon and please follow us and blah, blah, blah play for this. Really? What the fuck? You should have never done broke up your band and you wouldn't be doing this. Dude, Girl in a Coma is fucking incredible. Singers just have this thing, man, where they get a big head and they they think that they're that they don't need you, you know. <laughs> and then they end up screwing themselves in the end. Yeah, which yeah. reminds me, you know, listening back to our last two episodes about our come up, mm-hmm. there was a lot of really good stories that I thought about that we didn't mention. Um, I don't remember them now, but I remember I was listening to the episodes and I was just like, oh, I should have mentioned this. I forgot this or whatever. Yeah. Um, but, but I think we did good in getting the, the we did. point across. You're, you're right. After we, um, after we had stopped recording, of course, a million, oh, fuck, I forgot about this. Yeah. Fuck, I forgot about that. And then, uh, our buddy JB, Justin started texting us and I was like, oh, fuck, I forgot about this and I forgot about that. You know what I mean? So that's what I was going to say. I got a lot of messages from people that, and I mean a lot, that were around us during those days. And a lot of people were like, dude, like you guys took me through like memory, down memory lane. Like I... Like they really appreciated what we did. Uh, Some people were also like, damn like i knew things were were interesting but i didn't know they were look man, at that level the, the shitty part about it per our our conversation with justin is people only ever had one side of the coin yeah especially in my case when it came to super soul right it's right. always been just what two people had said mm-hmm. or however many right, right. and it's like mm, no right the one thing i do i do want to say is that um Throughout the experience, you know me, I'm I'm real emotional. I don't, emotional <laughs> damage. Have you seen that? No. Oh, I got to show it to you. That whole time, man, I mean, <clears throat> though good, though bad, through the good, through the bitter, there's a lot of great friendships made throughout that time, man. A lot of great. And, and I would do it all over again just to meet the people that, that we met along the way. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, um, Though Fext was short-lived, some of my best friends were in that time, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. the Fex guys were just brothers to me. And, like, out of that whole time, yeah, the Super Soul days were fun. I love the swim days with you, obviously. But when, when I was in Fex with those guys, it was just, like, 
a breath of fresh air. I hadn't had that much relaxed band fun time mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. a long time. Right. Because then from there, I went straight to Super Soul. And that was just a crazy ride in itself. You know what I mean? And it's because you hit the, the nail on the head in terms of like, so if anybody's listening that's new to like, like you're a young artist one of the things that happens and this has always been i think the experience since for for me yeah is that people become so focused on quote unquote making it and and so focused on like the business side that the fun and the reason you started making music to begin with takes a back seat and then it becomes too serious. Now not that does not mean that you shouldn't focus on that stuff because yeah. you should. Your band your your music should be your business. Like right. that's your approach. Like right. you need to take it on as if you're opening a brand new business. Mm-hmm. But that's why also too like the beginning days of Ashling mm-hmm. were so much fun because we were just having fun. Yeah. Writing music just kind of going with it there was really no we didn't know how people were going to respond or whatever so yeah and i mean that's kind of what i take away from what you said like that's probably why because you guys were just literally having fun doing music yeah i mean with me anyway i don't don't remember full conversations with the guys about it in fext but Mm. if there's a small chance i want to take it you know you always hate it when i'm like dude I don't I don't mean fucking let's take over the world and be the next Deftones, but if I can get paid to play music, why right. not? You right. know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, you know, we had a it's like you said, we as soon as we were done, I just remembered all sorts of shit. We can make a whole nother podcast on the shit that I fucking forgot to say. Yeah. You know I, what I, mean? I should go back and listen and write down all those things. Yeah. So I can remember. But the biggest thing, the biggest takeaway was just, you know, the friendships. You, obviously, I would have never had you without this experience. Right. Um, I would have never met my wife without this experience. You know what I mean? Yeah. The guys from FX, you know, everybody from Swim and Super Soul, aside from you, I I don't even speak to anymore. Yeah. But thankfully, you know, I, we, Eric is our, our drummer and you know what I mean? So that's what I, a big takeaway that I got. We still have Justin. Justin's still our boy. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah. I would have never met your wife. <laughs> <laughs> I would have never been sitting here looking at my kids going, mm, is it me? Is it you? That's something your Uncle Paul would say. <laughs> the best was the other day when uh, I was at your house and, and they showed up. and yeah. you, Say hi to your dad. <laughs> <laughs> your dad's here, kids. <laughs> Hit him up for $5 now. <laughs> that was the best. But, uh, oh, you mentioned uh, something that I wanted to mention since I know you're a huge Deftones lover. Yes. They just... Uh, oh, God, you are too. I hate it when you dude, front I'm an, like that. I like the old Deftones, dude. I cannot stand anything beyond their f- their first three albums. Don't I say the word stand. You're lying. I can. I've tried, dude. I've tried. Maybe there's a song here or there, but for the most part, I just... No, man. So you're done with them. Nothing excites you. You even said Ohms was an amazing album. Yeah, but now I go back and listen to it. I'm like, ugh, I just really needed like new music. You are like, what Santa Mondo? <laughs> I tell you what. There's a couple of songs. Have you heard the new Crosses songs? There's two of I them. I never liked Crosses. <sighs> never. I may, may have liked maybe one. I don't know. I've never, I've never liked any of Chino's solo projects. What? Yeah, dude. Never. None. <laughs> <laughs> I'm blinking. Very heavily Very for, fast. Pe- for people not being able to see me. Dude, yeah. did you hear Palms? The side yes. project he did with ISIS? Yes. What? You didn't I, like I it? I don't like it. Oh, man. my God. I just... Who are you? I can't... To me, his voice is good for... And I don't even think he's... I don't know, man. I don't... You, just, didn't, you didn't like Team Sleep? I would listen to it, but... I was. It was like I was always trying to force myself to get into it, and dude, I never just really could. Palms is such an amazing fucking album. Dude. Well, maybe I need to approach it again. I I don't know, man. I, there's just something about it. I just again like the first three albums, and that's about it. Like I always have this argument. My my kid and I, he's a big music lover, right? He's a musician, mm-hmm. and we always ask each other just random shit. So of course. You know, he's only 16, so he doesn't, he hasn't experienced half of the music his in, that his life will bring, right? Right. 
So we always ask each other, one band for the rest of your life, go, right? And historically, I always go with, well, it's a tie between the Chili Peppers and the Smashing Pumpkins. Right. Obviously, right? right? But as I've gotten older and the time periods that, you know, you go through, he asked me like two, three weeks ago, Dad, hit me with it, man. Keep it funky. One band. And I'm like, I've thought about this. I told him. I've been thinking about that. The one band to date... First album to the recent album that has never disappointed me are the Deftones. Hmm. Ever. I love the Smashing Pumpkins. But after Machina, it kind of started to dwindle, right? You can you can hear the ego and yeah. Billy Corgan wanting yeah. to be the sole writer and right. fuck Darcy and fuck James E. Hod. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Same thing with the Chili Peppers. Like after, okay, so you had one hot minute, eh, but then you got Californication, a fucking amazing album. And then after that, you got Stadium Arcadium. A great album, and then you got the Josh Hoppenheimer days, and so it's like there's like dull points with these bands for me, right? And the Deftones, fucking never, really, never. I don't know what it Ever. is. I don't know what it is. I just, I don't know. I, actually, I do know what it is, and, and I think I've told you this. Like, they just to me they lost that that rawness like i feel like after the third album they were always trying to recreate something from those quite, albums it just never was it's kind of like like okay i'm gonna admit it i like you know corn everybody knows like you know why i struggle admitting that ever since uh you forget who you are it's because now i associate corn with this like i don't you know i'm not even gonna mention it. i'll tell you off the podcast yeah because then it gets into weird territory <laughs> but um i don't know man like i feel like m- maybe they're rushed maybe they lost that edge i don't I, I don't know i don't know what it is i just do not like to me when i listen to deftones past white pony it's like a totally different band I can see what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. So self-titled Saturday Night Wrist, they kind of have like that White Pony vibe trying to capture that, you know, that, mm-hmm. that same album almost. But, dude, you get into, uh, fuck, I always forget the name of the album. No, no, he cut. Oh, yeah. Nihau, Nihau Kailan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you get into that album, you get into Gore where, I think it was even Gore where I was reading uh, that Steph and Chino were really buddy heads because Chino was like, dude, Mm-hmm. I'm I'm part writer, man. Like yeah. you know what I mean. Like he had more of an input, and you can Chino's, which I think is stupid. Dude, Chino's a big '80s fan. He loves yeah, Morris. But the he moment he Durant picked Durant. up a guitar, I was like, no, man. Dude, you got one thing I will give Deftones is that I will always, no matter how much I dislike all their latest albums, I will always go see them live because oh, yeah. I still think that Chino is one of the best, if not the greatest, frontman. Agreed. Agreed. Um. But yeah. Speaking of that, so I'm a big Spirit Box fan. Mm-hmm. Prior to Eternal Blue, there wasn't much from them live, right? Because the pandemic mm-hmm. hit and they only had singles. They never had a full album. Anyway, now that they're on tour, they haven't released an official live video, right? I'm just It's just shit that people have been recording along the way that I'm, I've been watching on YouTube. Dude, for such a high-energy band on cd right of course we're not listening to on cd but on streaming whatever Mm -hmm. their songs are very high energy they make you want to fucking punch a baby in the head live dude they just stand around yeah no movement like the singer will like fucking bop his head or like just (laughs) swing his head around right wait we're talking about spirit box yeah you mean her no the guitar player oh the guitar she stands around Courtney, no, because you said singer. Oh, did I? I'm yeah. sorry, guitar player. Yeah, yeah. He'll kind of like you know get into it with just his head, right? And the bass player too kind of does his thing. But it's kind of like I understand exactly what you're saying because, I, like I told you, when I went to go see Hunt the Dinosaur, yeah, they're good. They have this great presence, but yeah, they don't get into it the way I was hoping that a band like Hunt the Dinosaur would get into it. Right. They were still great. I still love them. I think they're badass. Um, you know, I went to go see Sepultura a week or two ago. Um, 
Paolo, the guitar player, the original guitar player, mm. like I, he has a good performance. You know, he's obviously a veteran, skilled. It's not the same as yeah. you know, like Deftones or whatever, right? Or like, you know, well, actually, Steph sucks. Steph has a terrible presence, but like, there's just something about his presence. But yeah, and then of course, like the singer, who's big buff black dude, vegan, hardcore oh, freaking for vegan, today? Yeah. yeah, hardcore vegan, nicest guy ever. I met him like years ago. Yeah. Um, like his stature is just like that's his presence enough Pre- you know what i mean like yeah. that's enough like to make them who they are so certain bands have that certain people have that natural ability to just be there um but yeah like i think a band especially like spirit box where and i don't think i've ever seen them live where you know they're still coming up even yeah. though they're big like I don't know. There's got there's got to be something more to it, which actually takes me to the reg- original reason why I brought up the Deftones, which is they just announced their new bass player. Oh yeah, and they just added a second guitarist. Yeah. Did you watch those videos? I did, but it was a live. Boring. Well, I, I couldn't see anything. The guy had a shitty video but recording. Still, like you can see, it was boring. Like, you know, Chino's live performance is great. He his performance is so good that nobody else has to be good because he just takes control of that stage, right? Yeah. But like, as a guitar player, if I had a singer that was giving off a performance like that, dude, I would feed off of that in such a way that it would be like, well, yeah. you you do, and you you're gonna feed off of it, <laughs> yeah. But you know what I mean, like. But I feel like, okay, like actually, the the, the last bass player, the one that just quit. His performance actually wasn't bad. Yeah, yeah. Um, but this new guy, I don't know if it's nerves or what. And then the new guitar player who actually, to me, I was like, that looks like like if Chi Cheng had a son that looks like him. But I found out it's actually not. That Actually, they did do a song with Chi Cheng's son, by the way. Son, really? son, yeah, who played bass. And it was like interesting. I'll show you. I'll show you the video. Some guy sent it to me. Um but yeah, I don't know, man. I was kind of like, like, why? Yeah. Why Why the new guitar player? Yeah. Like, uh, I understand. I understand why, because I just, I think having two guitar players is fuller, um, especially when you're adding so many components of like. Yeah. But at the same time, like, if you're, if you're a band like Deftones and you're going to get a second guitar player, like, get a badass second guitar player. Well, I mean, that remains to be seen at this point. He's only playing their songs right now. Yeah, I don't know. I was I wasn't impressed. And from, <clears throat> from the article I read, these are just touring musicians. They didn't oh, say okay. I new. Know. I don't know. Did they add a new bass player, a new guitar player? Why the fuck they didn't call us? I have no idea. I've already told you what we need to do. I know why. It's because I'm fat. Oh, jeez. Oh, but still, Steph, dude, and he's yeah. bigger than I am. So was Abe. Abe got fat too. <clears throat> oh, that's true. Chino yeah. had his fat days on. Saturday Night Wrist. Yeah, he's well. He's, he's always been fluctuating yeah. his weight. I already tell you what we need to do. We need to learn every Deftones album, beginning to end, and put out a video, a, <laughs> a live YouTube album, saying we're gonna play every Deftones song until the Deftones no notice us. <laughs> Trust me, uh, people have done it before. How embarrassing, Adrian. Oh, look, man, <laughs> you want to? You got to pay to play, my friend. No, I, I don't know. I, I just, I was expecting more. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I mean, like I said, that article said these are the touring <clears throat> musicians. Yeah. So they've not yet to be announced these are members of the band. The bass player is from Chelsea's Wolf, Chelsea Wolf. He has his own band. He played with Marilyn Manson at one point, oh, yeah, apparently. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I mean. We'll see, man. Only time I just, tell. I just, I wonder why a big band like that makes some of the decisions that they make. Because they can. Yeah, I guess that's true. It's yeah. one of those things. I mean, Ohms just came out not too long ago, so it's going to be a while till we see what happens on the next album. Right. I think um, <clears throat> Crosses is actually coming out with a, a full album, so that's probably going to take up some of Chino's time. So it's going to be a while till we actually <clears throat> Now that you said that, on. this is the reason I don't like his side projects. If you're doing a side project, you need to change shit up. I feel like he doesn't change shit up. I feel like he's doing the same vocal style as he does in Deftones with just different music in the behind it. I uh, mean, I give you that. Yeah. yeah. But still, he does what he does and he does it well. Yeah. He's gotten better live. 
Because before, like, he was off oh, pitch, horrible. and, like, yeah. now I hear him live, and I'm like, dude, like, he's, I don't know if he went out and got vocal lessons or whatever, but, yeah. like. Well, he had, I know he had vocal surgery. Surgery, yeah, like, he had polyps And that's one of the, like that. the things that I wonder about, because I think it was right after White Pony, and that's when I stopped liking them so much. <laughs> <clears throat> so, yeah. Or you want to call it, or you yeah, got something else? Yeah, I, 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 I hit everything I needed to hit, <laughs> except you. <laughs> so uh, we're we're about to do some vocals for Texas Cutthroat. Yes, we are. Um, Finally, are you gonna be able to 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 hang? We're gonna find out. It's been a while. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> um, but I'm excited because the song that we're doing already has verses. Yeah, I did the verses a long time ago, and I love, dude. It's one of my favorite vocal versus performances on a texas cutthroat song ever really yeah so like completing this song i don't even want to wait i wanted to put this on the like full length i don't even want to wait i want once you are done that is going to be mixed and mastered and released because i just i love it that much the video too yeah of my penis just kind of dancing Dancing around around. we'll we'll tie a string to it and then we'll just (laughs) pull it every exactly, now and again, make dude. it dance around to the Just beat draw a little face on it and make it look like a little muppet we could put some hair on it make it look like it's head banging <laughs> um yeah. yeah no i'm excited i'm excited to finish it um and then and then release it yeah about time yeah because that one i mean we have what like the choruses and the bridge yeah essentially yeah and i already have all the ideas down so so i'm excited we're gonna find out what it sounds like all right all right, everybody, thank you for listening. This was more of just us catching up and bullshitting. We kind of... We spoke on the phone for like two hours yesterday. I know, I know. <laughs> we always do that. And every time we always say, fuck, man, we should have waited for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, thank you, everybody, for listening. Um, till next time. Bye. Bye, Pepe. Bye.